it's just that first day. I mean, it's just the first day. It is just the first day. And we don't do a... We used to do a day zero show, which... It's madness. I know. I mean, it's four days of intensity as it is. It's intensity. It's four cities in a ten... This is, this is where I'm at. I mean, it's late. Right. I, um, let's try to get together something here. It, with civil words, syntax order. Okay, all good right. stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, there are some words that I do know how to say because I've said them a million times that this is the Just Enough Trope podcast. I'm your host, Caliban. Joined as always by my co host. Hi, I'm Mikan Hana. And we are wrapping up the first day of Convergence 2018. That's right. And what a day it was. Does t- this year feel different to you? Uh, Has this year lost weight? Um, this year feels a little different to me just because there was so much drama. And oh, I didn't know anything happen. about that. No, I didn't. Was that a thing? <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. Hadn't heard. Um, it, it feels like we fought for this one. Like we fought for the 20 years and um, uh, we're able to get some semblance of, you know, as few changes as possible, in, I think. In most war movies, they, they win... Um, and then the guy gets out of his plane and right. he runs across the tarmac and his his um, pin-curled you know, lady there is there. Right. And he takes her up and they kiss and it's great and it's a sunset, and, but they were fighting at night or something. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but in like real war movies or like real depictions of war, I mean real on a show, like Band of Brothers, it, they're just exhausted. Yeah. There's that scene near the end of Band of Brothers where they're all in the church and they're listening to the, the kids' choir sing or whatever. Uh-huh. I think they do a thing where they put everybody back, all the spears, all the guys that were left or died or whatever, and then they all kind of wink out, you know, as it's just like Donnie, Marky Mark's brother and just a bunch of guys who just look a million years older than when they yeah. first started. Yeah. And... uh that's how that feels. That's how it feels. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I know it's a celebration. Yay! Yay! We fought for this 20, celebration. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's 20 years. That's yeah. what we should be celebrating. <laughs> that but is what we should be celebrating. A lot of it feels like, oh, all right. All right. Day one. In the books, put it to bed. Yep. Um, but still, fun. It was fun. I had fun. Yeah. Um, as tiring as it was. Yeah. Um, let's see. What did we do today? Um, what did you do today? What, what did, you, did you do? Did you have a good day or a bad day? It's a trap. We we went to uh, the Star Trek retrospective, which I think was the first panel, uh, first panel of the day, which was at twelve thirty. Which you know, it's not TNG. Yeah, it's not too bad for uh, a first panel. Well, um, so yeah, we kind of started out with that. Um, and then, um, was it the holographic ceiling? Was that right after that or? Not right we... after. Okay. That was around five o'clock, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. What was... did we go to in b- b- for the next one? It's a blur. I don't um, know. I have oh, no idea. Um, how to succeed in YouTube. Did we introduce ourselves? Yeah, we did. I don't remember. We did. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we went to the, uh, how to succeed in YouTube, um, panel, um, which, and I don't want to say, I hope that somebody got something out of it. I think I had mentioned this to you earlier, but I'm not going to any how-to panels anymore. Yeah, you did Except for the that. ones I'm going to in the next three days. Right. This is the last year. Sure. It's not that I don't get anything out of it. It's just that people's, especially kind of at this level, people's success is so um, 
just by happenstance. I'm not, I'm not discrediting hard work, but the way right. that these people get successful is often so particular to their idiom or to their experiences or their circles that they um, move or work in that the probably the most beneficial thing was um, when, and I can't remember her name, but uh, when one of the people uh, handed out... Cat, I think was Kat, her name. Uh, yeah. She's, uh, she has a... YouTube channel, she does like hairstylings and, and things like that. Yep. And when she handed out just a list of equipment and like programs that she works with, it's yeah. like, okay, all right, uh, you're using Sony Vegas or what are you, Premiere Pro, what are you using? You right. know? And, and, but even so, having that list you can go by, you might find that uh, Premiere Pro is way better for you than Vegas or vice versa. Right. And so the only way to, to, to learn is just to do it. And, and they, they said, said that. that. They did. Yeah. They absolutely said mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember who else was on there. There was a Twitch. Lindsay Ellis. Uh, Lindsay Ellis was on there. Um, um, Elisa Hansen, I think is her name. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, and then there was a Twitch guy. Um, it's Twitch guy. Right. I don't remember his name. Uh, I feel bad. But if you want to look it up, um, I just spent uh, five minutes saying I didn't like it. But, but I did like it. And I think that they were all... Uh, uh, knowledgeable and shared yeah, it. So, I mean, if you sure want to check that out, it's called um, Breaking Into YouTube. Yep. Uh, Lindsay Ellis kind of reminds me a little bit of Janine Garofalo. <laughs> I couldn't help but thinking that throughout the panel. Just like That's her, a compliment. The way she speaks yeah. and the way she holds herself. Yeah, I, I'm sure she's gotten that before. Yeah. I'm sure she's gotten that before. Yeah. Um, what is the truth about cats and dogs? <laughs> No, I'm serious. <laughs> I watched that movie. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. know Did what they to say that you. at some point where it's I, like they probably do? You know the truth about cats and dogs is yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. Uh, what what happened after that? I think then it was breaking into the or the holographic. Uh, breaking the through hol- the holographic, holographic ceiling. ceiling. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Um, Which was a um, panel about... Uh, women in Star Trek. Yeah, well, uh, women in leadership um, in Star Trek. But yeah, yeah, women in Star Trek. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was I was a panelist on that one. Um, it was okay. Yeah. I wasn't blown away by it, by myself, <laughs> on the panel. Um, I just... Uh, the discussion didn't go exactly where I thought it was going to go, um, but... And it was kind of it was kind of all over the place. The audience kind of got on board at one point, and I think that it, that was pretty good. But yeah, so I mean, it could have been better. But I think that that is the kind of panel that generally I want to see. Like that's the panel I want to go to. Um, I'm not disparaging, and you should definitely come check it out. But I'm on a panel that is a Star Trek: The Original Series retrospective. Later, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be great, but. Isn't there one or two or three of those every year at every con yeah. everywhere forever? Mm-hmm. And the type of uh, type of panel where we go, well, hey, let's let's kind of take Trek to task a little bit right. for the past, and so we can look forward to the future and the depiction of women, which we should we did not talk about Discovery enough because I really um, I know it's not perfect, but I really did think that Discovery was the first, and Janeway is one of my favorite captains, but Discovery is one of the first sort of post sexual. Uh, role sort of right. shows like I was just really impressed by um, the gender equity on Discovery. Mm-hmm. Michael Burnham is a very intriguing character. Fascinating. I mean, like you talked about, I think you talked about on the panel today how she um, starts off doing some 
questionable things and has to rework her way up. And yeah. Kind of like there's a redemption arc for her. Um, well, and and, I think, yeah, and I think the criticism was that they just didn't, they didn't, they thought that she was being depicted as uh, fallible or emotional um, because she was a woman. And I get that. I get that's a problem. I think specifically for Michael Burnham, I think that that wasn't just careless writing a side character who's like, oh, look at this girl or whatever. Right. But that's specific, like, let's explore that. And that was her arc as a character. Mm-hmm. And she could have been a man. She could have been a woman. She could have been whatever. Um, yeah. And I think that it committed to that and wasn't just a throwaway uh, characteristic, you know, mm-hmm. of this like character tripping over her own feet. Right. Uh, she, I mean, she sense. knew what she was doing. Well, um, yeah, yeah. You know, um, but her, making her fallible, I thought, made her more interesting. Yeah. Heroes gotta screw up. Yeah, exactly. Um, give them somewhere to go. Yeah. Um, let's see. After that, I think that was the Infinity War panel that you moderated. Yeah, that went great. Yeah, that went really well. I can't wait for um, the twenty 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 when we do, when I do the uh, Avengers four panel. Okay. I don't know if that will happen or not, but I, I did the um, Civil War one uh, two years ago, and that went pretty well. So yeah. If this is a tradition, I'm liking this tradition. Uh, it's a good tradition. Uh, it's always fun, and um, not not today, not today. But I will uh, upload some uh, crowd audio that I did before the panel. Nice. Uh, like I did two years ago with Civil War. This time I'm asking people, Thanos, right or wrong? <laughs> and the answers might surprise you. <laughs> and then for fun, I flipped a coin for every person that answered to see if they lived or died. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's I all right. I they enjoyed that. Well, I didn't plan the bit out very well because where do you go from there? I, yeah, I should have I set it up like... You know, I, I should have made that part of the bit, maybe, and then, like, let's see how you feel now. But right. it's just hard to... You're sticking a mic in somebody's face. It's hard to get somebody to um, fully uh, examine the idea of their non-existence yeah. uh, in, in 10 seconds. I get that. But people rolled with it, and they had fun. That's good. Yeah. And, um, um, you know, it's just a love fest. Yeah. We talked about some of the particulars. As we were going through, I'm realizing this is like a three-hour movie. And it's a one-hour panel. Yeah. There's no way to cover everything. No, you and can't And so we just hit all. what we could. Yeah. Um, there was a guy sitting behind me in the panel who was dressed as Tony Stark with some blood coming out of his mouth. And he had a jar of ashes which said, please return to Aunt May, which was supposedly Peter Parker. Um, so that was a, a pretty great costume. Who's Aunt? What? Who's Peter Parker? He's the ashes in the jar, and it says, please return to Aunt May. Return to Aunt May? Yes. Oh, okay. Wait, why, is, why, does he, why did he put Peter in a jar? <laughs> I don't know why he put Peter in a jar. Uh, but he... I thought that it was, please return Aunt May, because he wants to have sex with her. Oh, no. I wouldn't look in that jar. I swear it was, please return to So Aunt here's May. your decision. <clears throat> here's your was Thanos right choice. Yeah. That costume. Mm-hmm. Offensive or nonsensical? Um. Wait, which, which is the road It's slightly offensive, taken? but. <laughs> no, no, you can't have both. I can't. Because it's either your interpretation or my interpretation. Um, I Fun is not to... something one considers when they're making a podcast. 
I wanted to take a picture of it, but I I, I missed the opportunity. So. Yeah, we didn't um, take as many pictures as I wanted to today. We were running around. Yeah. And we will continue to run around until 6 p.m. tomorrow. Why you why you ask? 5 p.m. Because at no, I know what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've got one thing right. Okay. Because at 5 p.m. tomorrow, uh, Friday in Plaza One, it's the Enterprising Individuals live podcast. Enterprising Individuals is a Star Trek themed show on this, the Just Enough Trope Network. And we have a special guest, Melinda Snodgrass. Yep. She is a special guest of honor this year, as she has been in years past. And we're gonna talk about the measure of a man. One of the best episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, one of my favorite episodes of Star Mm -hmm. Trek The Next Generation, and possibly the first great episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Because I don't know if you remember the first season, but it's not great. There are some turkeys in there. Not great. Yeah. And the beginning of the second season, also not too good. No, that's when Troy gets impregnated by an That's alien. the very first episode. Yeah. The next episode, a frog-faced guy kills a black black, black dude. No, that's awesome. Uh, yep. And uh, there's only one bridge on a starship. Not great. Um, so it starts to build up, but it takes a while. Um, right before Measure of a Man is uh, one of your favorite episodes, uh, Matter of Honor. Yeah, I, I, I like that episode. Yeah, which um, I almost picked that one as uh, <laughs> when it starts to get great. But that's a good episode. Yeah. This is a great episode. So we're going to have... Melinda Snodgrass. We also have a couple other guests. Bridget Landry, uh, who's been a guest of honor in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ella Pearson, my co-host from uh, Star Trek Discoverage, our Discovery yep. Recap podcast. And also uh, Gabriela Santiago, who is a uh, Star Trek fan and a writer of fantasy and sci-fi and horror stories. Mm-hmm. And so we're all going to be there, and we're all going to throw stuff. And by stuff, I mean questions at Melinda and get the real deal That's story right. about the making of this wonderful episode. So come check that out. Um, thrills, spills, uh, the <laughs> agony of defeat, the whole thing. Yep. It should be a good show. Plaza One, 5 p.m. Friday. Yep. What else happened uh, today? And let's wrap it up. Um, today, uh, I think the last panel that, well, one of the last panels we went to was Every Country Has a Monster. Yes. Uh, They're and- afraid of in their nation. Was I the only one thinking that? <laughs> maybe maybe you were the only one thinking Every that. Every monster has a country, uh, has a nation, a station they call their home. I I don't know. MST three K. I I I don't know what. Every country has a monster they're afraid of in their nation. Oh, every nation. That's from the latest season, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and now I remember that. All now right. that you're saying it, I just I thought I was going crazy, and then before the panel starts, um, Melissa F. Olson, yep, who we'll talk about in a second. Uh, was like, is anybody else thinking this? And I'm like, here it comes. And she's like, you're going to get some underwear on your head? Or what? She's saying some song. It's like every party has a pooper. Yeah. And that's why we invited you or something like that. What are you but talking I about? I didn't I didn't recognize the song. Did Paul and Storm rip off that to make the monster <laughs> song? I don't Former think guest so. Former on the show, Paul and Storm. <laughs> yeah. At some point, it'll just be... Everybody, Barack Obama, you know, former guest, former guest in the show, show. Barack Obama. Yeah, right. We just will have interviewed everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we interviewed somebody today. Yeah, we interviewed Melissa F. Olson today. Yeah. Um, she's a urban fantasy author. Oh, people know. We've we've talked about her quite a bit, and we've she's been on the show many many times. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and this show. was the best time. Yeah. That's that's how I'm going to try to push the enthusiasm. Of All this. right. No, no, it it really was very good. Um, she's. Uh, given a plenty of interviews and she's very good at it and it's at the point where I keep forgetting that like oh yeah I mean if somebody tunes in for the first time 
they don't know we've talked to her for four or five years running. Right. And so we sit down with her and we sat in a stairwell, which was at first weird and then totally natural. Yeah. And we were, um, you know, smoking in the boys' room. It had a real loose feel to it. <laughs> and, uh, and so right away I start talking, we start talking about vampire movies and stuff like that. And I realized, like, I haven't introduced her books. Right. Or, uh, or, or explain this or that. And then she just drops that in. Um, which is so professional. Yeah. I'll cut it out in editing, but I appreciate her professionalness. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, yeah, it was a great, uh, great conversation. I loved hearing about, um, her cosplaying. Yes. For the first with time. her young daughter. I'm trying to imagine her cosplaying. Uh, yep. but hopefully we'll get to see it. Yeah. Her, yep. uh, her daughter's going to be at the con and so they're going to be, um, fairies. Uh, and it's. Forest fairies. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking like green? I think so. Yeah. Uh, she had a picture of the wings, um. That she posted online, and they're really cool, iridescent looking. No, oh. yeah, yeah. She said that she splashed out on some wings. Yeah, so that should be good. Um, that interview is, um, what do you say, girthy? Yes, it's. Uh, I don't want to say long because long sounds um, like bad. we didn't have fun or something. No, we had had a lot of fun. Yeah, we did. But that'll be a whole separate thing that we'll be releasing uh, soon, probably at the close of the con. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else besides exhaustion? Uh, we. Caught the last little bit of the of the community yes um, uh, fan panel yeah um, that was good um, and then we kind of rolled ourselves back to the car <laughs> yeah. and headed home is there um, that's a that's a thing where I mean I talk about how like oh we're gonna do a original series Star Trek panel really right uh, why don't we just do something about uh, the works of uh, Somerset Mom or something like that. Like, Star Trek's getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> Those teeth are long. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying that the same is true for Community, but it's been off the air for a couple of years now. It has. Um, it doesn't seem like there's any danger of it coming back anytime soon. No. Um, I... I wouldn't. I would like to see a movie. So but... well. So yeah. What I'm saying is, it's like you know, Firefly gets canceled, and for the next two or three years, you have a panel going. Isn't it so great? Isn't it great? Sign this petition. Right. And this is more just like, gosh, that was good. Which is a great panel to go to sometimes. Yeah. So we caught the last half of that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, I, I'd have to wonder um, with this new deal that Dan Harmon has for Rick and Morty. Um, to me, that this could be the first signs of um, a community movie on the horizon. Okay. Because there's no way that he is going to write 70 episodes himself or with his writing partner. Doesn't that and, just sound exhausting? And I know they have a writing team. But I'm just saying, at this point, this is when you sit back. Mm-hmm. You've got a deal. Mm-hmm. As long as they're pretty good, you're fine. Right. And this is where you become the Chuck Lorre. I know he oh loves, boy. but he's like, he's the guy who's like, I cut myself and I bleed in the typewriter and, and that's, right. and it's like, but that's a young man's game. Mm-hmm. You are in your mid forties. Yeah. You are not going to run out of ideas anytime soon. I don't think that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with being the Chuck Lorre. Yeah. Not in terms of output, but in terms of management. Right. You think Ron Moore writes every episode of Outlander? No, I no. don't think so. No, he's just there creating the show, overseeing it. And right. his wife does the costumes. Like that's how it works. Right. And so, yeah, hopefully, like, if he gets a little distance from Rick and Morty, that's a machine that's running on its own or going, maybe it's, you know, a Plumbus or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then, um, you know, then he can start thinking about community movie. That would be good. Um, I'd 
definitely be down for that. If they is it just pride that's keeping them from putting it on GoFundMe because it would be funded like that. It would be pretty popular. I mean, like I think the fact that there is a fan panel is a testament to the show. Yeah. I mean, this many years later that we're still talking about it. Yeah. Uh, and people are still interested in it and still are hoping that there is a movie. Yeah. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Shouldn't it be preaching to the choir box? <laughs> Why? Because, like, nobody's there? Isn't it better if nobody's there at all? Because the people <laughs> in the choir might be like, oh, my throat's kind of tired. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Blessed are the what's? Yeah. I mean, that's an audience. It'd be worse if you were just preaching to nobody. This is true. To an empty nave. Yeah. That's not really preaching. Do, uh, that's, uh, what is that? Ministering? I have no idea. A Catholic priest? That's priesting. (laughs) You're priesting to the nave. That's what we're going to go with. All right. And go out on. So that's it. Um, A preview of tomorrow. I just want to say again, uh, Plaza One. Yep. 5 p.m.? 5 p.m. I'm well trained. sharp. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Um, let's see. What else do you have? Your guilty pleasures panel? Oh, yeah. Um, 7 o'clock? I believe it's at 7. I'm so bad at this. 7 o'clock in um, something, something. But anyway, the panel's called Guilty Pleasures. Uh, what in... I've been to a panel like this before. Yes. Now I get to be on a panel like this, yes. which I think is fun. Uh, and it is all about, uh, quote unquote, bad films. Mm-hmm. And it lines up well with the fact that we have a bad film show on this network. It's called Craft Disservices. And um, it's got a kind of wonky update schedule, although uh, we're back. We've taken a little break and now we're back. Uh, I just recently talked about Jupiter Ascending, mm-hmm. the camp classic Jupiter Ascending. And so, yeah, we are familiar with the idea of movies that you hate to love mm-hmm. <laughs> or that you just feel guilty for liking for some reason. And the whole panel will just be uh, – here's how I picture it. Just four people and also hopefully a lot of people in the audience just talking about the crazy, stupid movies that we all like mm-hmm. and feel a little uh, chagrined that we do. But who cares? Have fun. Right. Uh, and then you have your Farscape panel as well. Yes. Well, it's not mine. I don't own it. Uh, that's true. You yeah. don't own it. But um, you will be talking on it. I don't think the community is quite at the level of Farscape yet, but Farscape is getting closer to the, okay, now's the time to talk about it. It's been 15 years. <laughs> it's safe to go. Wasn't that great? Well, that's a great show. Yeah. There's no danger of that coming back. No. <laughs> sadly. No. Farscape. Sadly. The next generation. Oh, boy. Yes. Let's do it like, like Star to Trek To boldly go where no Dominar has gone before. Oh, my goodness. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. So, yep, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. And uh, plenty of other stuff throughout the week. Uh, more pictures, more yep. interviews. and uh, We have a get, fan table on Saturday Well, we, we'll get to that when we get to that. All but, right. Yeah, if you see uh, Just Enough Trope postcards around the con, uh, they are made up to look like the cover of Infinity Gauntlet 1. Uh, by George Perez that you've probably seen. Uh, there's a fun game on the back. You can create your own character because it's Natural 20. It's Convergence That's Natural right. 20, which I can only assume means role-playing games. Mm-hmm. And so we've got our character sheet on the back of those. You can fill it out yourself, or if you come by our fan table on Saturday or Sunday, we will have a game that we can play with you. That's sort of a random role. You roll a yeah. character, right? Yeah. So we're going to have... Um, certain uh, options to create your character. And it ain't going to be no boring paladin. Oh, no. Some fun stuff. Yep. So stop by our table and check that out. Anything else before I collapse into a heap? No, before I... Oh, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. (laughs) Oh, no. 
Yeah, it's bad news. Um, I don't think so. We have more interviews coming up uh, and a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, and we're just trying to survive the con and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, we covered all that. Yeah. All right. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it. Uh, we're going to sign off for tonight. I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your co-host, Mikan Hana. Keep the geek fires burning. Yeah.